As Israel's ground offensive appears to be imminent, concerns are growing that Israel could soon be facing a two-front war and that Iran could get directly involved. So how is the international community responding? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, U.S. President Joe Biden will embark on a whirlwind trip to Israel and Jordan. Plus, Russian President Vladimir Putin arrives in Beijing to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping. But first... U.S. President Joe Biden is gearing up for his high-stakes trip to the Middle East ahead of what is expected to be a ground invasion inside Gaza. Meanwhile, the Pentagon putting American soldiers on notice, ordering 2,000 troops to be ready to deploy to Israel. Officials say that move would only be in a supportive role and those selected troops would not engage in combat. For more, we are joined by Alex Trayman, the CEO and Jerusalem Bureau Chief of the Jewish News Syndicate. Thank you so much for your time today, Alex. Thank you for having me. So U.S. President Joe Biden will visit Israel tomorrow. What do you want to hear and what will you be watching for as the Israel-Hamas war is now in its 11th day? Well, Israel is expecting to receive further statements of unequivocal support. Uh, Israel would also like to see the United States holding Iran accountable uh, for funding its terror proxies, Hamas and Hezbollah. Uh, And in addition, uh, Israel would like to see the United States working on uh, getting a humanitarian corridor open between Gaza Strip and Egypt in order to allow uh, Gazans that want to flee the area uh, to get out of the Strip and, and hopefully to start working on arrangements to resettle those that might like to resettle elsewhere. Now, this comes as there is news about a hospital in Gaza being struck. What more can you tell us? Well, the IDF and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu are reporting that this strike on the Baptist Hospital in the Gaza Strip, which reportedly has killed hundreds of people, was not an Israeli airstrike, but rather it was an errant Hamas missile fired at Israel that misfired uh, and actually hit uh, this hospital. So you see once again that uh, Hamas targeting civilians in Israel actually uh, hurts its own civilians inside the Gaza Strip. The world is watching and waiting for what is presumed to be a ground offensive. When will this be launched and what do you think we might see? Well, uh, when is the, uh, that is the magic question right now. Israelis have thought that perhaps the ground incursion would already have been launched. It looks like it's before President Biden's visit tomorrow. Uh, here in Israel, it's probably likely that a ground incursion could be launched within 24 hours after Biden departs the region. There's already 360,000 troops uh, mobilized uh, around the Gaza envelope. Uh, they've been uh, scouring intelligence and, and mapping out battle plans and getting set to go in. Now, this is also happening. As we know now, there are some 199 hostages being held in Gaza, potentially in the uh, underground tunnels. Are there any updates on their fate? Well, we've seen the first video released by Hamas of a a hostage taken into the Gaza Strip. Uh, Metadata from that video uh, indicates that the video could have been taken as many as six or seven days ago. Uh, The Israeli 
young woman, uh, Mia Shem. Uh, looked like she had a broken arm in the video, but she said that she was being taken care of nicely and that she wanted to return home. Uh, and this is part of the psychological warfare game that Hamas uh, encountered, engaged upon from the first moment, which was to take uh, Israeli citizens across the border, use them in its it's a psychological warfare efforts and try to uh, utilize them as collateral uh, to get Hamas prisoners out of Israeli jails and to uh, stop the air barrage retaliations in the Gaza Strip. Now, we do know that a ground offensive by the IDF is imminent. What do you think Hamas's goals and options are now? Well, I think what they're going to try to do is to injure as many Israeli soldiers as possible and to make the cost of war uh, severe. And it will be up to the Israeli soldiers uh, to take out the Hamas operatives and militants before they can get the Israeli soldiers. But this is going to be a, a dangerous environment inside a highly booby-trapped urban fighting environment. Uh, there's no easy options, but uh, Israel doesn't see any other way of dismantling Hamas than to go in uh, with boots on the ground. We've heard Iran threaten a preemptive strike. How likely is this and when might that happen? Well, there's no such thing as a preemptive strike. I mean, the wars already began. Hamas attacked Israel first. Israel was celebrating its uh, Jewish holy day of Simchat Torah, not expecting to be in war. And all of a sudden, Hamas attacked. And now uh, their other terror proxy, Hezbollah, in southern Lebanon has been firing across the border as well. We're now starting to see riots inside of Israeli cities. So uh, if Iran joins the fray, it's not preemptive by any means. Uh, the question is if, if Israel would actually preempt an Iranian strike or if Israel would preempt the firing of the 150,000 rockets that Hezbollah has pointed at Israel. You know, at this point, it's, it's only Israel that could strike preemptively. That's an excellent point that you make. Now, additionally, you know, are we at a place where there is a second front opening or has it already opened between Israel and Hezbollah along the Lebanon border? Well, there's already this low-level fighting. Uh, Hezbollah has fired uh, several mortars at Israel, has fired uh, several uh, precision-guided anti-tank missiles uh, at Israeli posts in the north and population centers already uh, at least one, if not uh, two or three people have died, according to certain reports. Uh, there was a drone that was launched from uh, Lebanese territory, which was downed by a Patriot missile over the Israeli city of Swat several days ago. Uh, so there continues to be this low-level fighting taking place uh, on both sides of the northern border. Uh, and the question is whether Hezbollah would start to fire its uh, massive barrage of long-range and precision-guided missiles at Israeli population centers like Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. That would mean all out war. Israeli officials say Iran is the mastermind behind the strikes in the country's northern region and is moving weapons through Syria. How likely is it that Iran gets involved in this conflict? Well, Iran is involved in the conflict. These are Iran's front-facing terror proxies. That have, It's a ring of fire that Iran has built around the state of Israel uh, that includes Hamas in Gaza, that includes Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, and includes uh, Iranian installations inside of Syria, which also borders against Israel. And it could potentially be that the Iran's own revolutionary guards could get involved. Don't forget also that Iran has a very sophisticated long-range missile program, and also the Iran Iranian proxies uh, in Yemen, the Houthis, also have long-range missiles, which they've threatened to fire at Israel. Uh, so, you know, as this escalates, uh, if Iran feels like uh, they have nothing left to lose, uh, they could get involved.
With Israel facing major threats from both Hamas and Hezbollah, what are uh, some of the risks in the region and what type of support will Israel be seeking? Well, we're already starting to see some of the international support that Israel received on, on Saturday when it was the victim of a horrific barbaric massacre already shifting uh, as Israel has uh, launched a retaliatory strikes in the Gaza Strip, and you start to see the international media and, and many countries uh, more concerned about the humanitarian crisis uh, than uh, than the Israeli objective of dismantling Hamas. Uh, so yes, Israel is hoping for uh, international support, doesn't necessarily count on it. Uh, and that's why uh, President Biden is coming to the region tomorrow to, to demonstrate that the free world uh, should and does stand with the state of Israel. Alex Trayman in, is in Jerusalem. Thank you so much for your time. Stay safe. Thank you for having me. U.S. President Joe Biden will embark on a whirlwind trip to Israel and Jordan to get an update on Israel's war amid its looming battle with Hamas militants and stress the need to get humanitarian assistance to Gaza civilians. As Israeli airstrikes continued to pound Gaza following the bloody attack by Hamas earlier this month, the United States stepped up support for Israel on Tuesday with plans for a visit by the president. President Biden will visit Israel. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced the plans for Biden to visit this Wednesday. The president will reaffirm the United States' solidarity with Israel and our ironclad commitment to its security. The president will hear from Israel what it needs to defend its people as we continue to work with Congress to meet those needs. Blinken is himself in Tel Aviv, where he spent hours on Monday in talks with Israel's war cabinet. He said the U.S. and Israel would work on plans to get humanitarian aid into Gaza and highlighted Biden's order for U.S. military assets to head to the region to back Israel up. President Biden will underscore our crystal clear message to any actor, state or non-state, trying to take advantage of this crisis to attack Israel. Don't. The warning comes hours after Iran's foreign minister threatened consequences for what he called Israel's war crimes committed against the people of Gaza. Referring to regional forces opposed to Israel and the U.S. as the resistance, Hussein Amir Abdullahian told State TV, quote, the resistance front is capable of waging a long-term war with the enemy. In the coming hours, we can expect a preemptive action by the resistance front. Meanwhile, Hamas hinted on Monday it may try to use the people its fighters kidnapped from Israel for a prisoner swap. Khaled Michal, a top Hamas leader, told a Qatari TV channel that the group, quote, has what it needs to free all Palestinians in Israeli prisons, roughly 6,000 people. Israel says Hamas took 199 hostages to Gaza, while the militant group says it has between 200 and 250 captives abducted from Israel during its fighters' surprise attack on October 7th. In separate comments on Monday, the group's armed wing said the non-Israelis in their captive were guests who would be released, quote, when circumstances allow. Russian President Vladimir Putin arrived in Beijing on Tuesday to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping on a widely watched trip aimed at showcasing the no-limits partnership between the countries as the war in Ukraine rages on. Russia's Vladimir Putin arrived in Beijing on Tuesday to meet with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. 
The visit is only Putin's second known trip since the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for him in March over alleged war crimes in Ukraine. He visited Kyrgyzstan earlier this month. The Beijing trip is meant to showcase the close ties between Beijing and Moscow, even as the Ukraine war rages on. The ICC obliges its 123 member states to arrest Putin and transfer him to The Hague for trial if he sets foot on their territory. But neither China nor Kyrgyzstan are ICC members. Xi and Putin last met in March in Moscow, just days after he was slapped with the ICC warrant. There, Xi called Putin his dear friend and invited him to attend the Third Belt and Road Forum. That two-day summit in Beijing began on Tuesday and centers on the Belt and Road Initiative, the grand plan launched by Xi a decade ago that he hopes will build infrastructure and energy networks connecting Asia with Africa and Europe. More ticker coming up.